Well, good morning, good evening, good afternoon, whatever time that may be, wherever you are. And you're listening to the Raymond's Podcast. My name is Craig Hagan. I'm a little bit under the weather, but I mean, I'm, I'm still here. Here with T-Mac, Tony McKinnon, on a beautiful March day. It's March the 2nd. Second. This will probably air sometime in May, because we put a lot of, lot of um, podcasts in the can over the last few yeah, weeks. Yeah, we have. And while I'm thinking about it, uh, <clears throat> I haven't mentioned it, um, you know, we've, we really promote the school on this podcast and one of the, we talk from time to time about uh, that we keep our tuition low we're the most affordable bible school in the nation and two ways that happens one is the word partner club uh, that's uh, where you support rhema monthly and one is our annual international rhema day and so if this drops in may um, i'm speaking into the future from here <laughs> um, that's sunday may the 7th uh, and so we partner together to Pray for Rama to to uh, share about Rama and to s- support Rama financially. So if you're listening out there and it's May, don't matter if it's May the seventh or before or after, <laughs> go to Rama.org/ird and you can find out all about it and give and and I've got a really good video this year mm-hmm. uh, to promote the day and see some of the fruit of Rama. And so just wanted to mention that before it gets too and Can, far can they see the video online? It's online, it's and online. you can download it there, too. Yeah, and what International Rhema Day is, it's just, it's just a day to promote Rhema. Um, you know, we, we endeavor to get our churches to, to promote it on that day or any other day. It doesn't have to be yeah. May the 7th because sometimes it doesn't work because they have a, the pastors on vacation or whatever. But, you know, you know, just to promote Rhema. And like I said, we are the most affordable Bible school in the nation. It's $3,050 for the complete year. That includes your books. Um, tuition and all your fees, um, so it's 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 a really affordable and, and you know it's our partners that help us keep our tuition low. Um, like I said, we we um, during this term at Rama we actually have we have a third year pastors group and when we bring in pastors from from all over the nation you know, and um, to talk to our our students and during that time we try to get a podcast with all of them so so we you know usually get we two or three podcasts for. Each and every one of them. So we've we've spent a lot of Thursdays in <coughs> Granny's attic the yeah, last yeah. few weeks. Put it that way. So it's been awesome. So um, this week, of course, you, know, we, you heard him last week on the program. Uh, we have Joe and Misty Coin and their family. Yes. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, Joseph and Hannah. Joseph and Hannah. You know, they they said hi on this last podcast. We'll talk more about that. So we kind of got the Rama story last yeah. um, last week and found mm-hmm. out that they had six weeks to p- prepare a wedding yeah. and you know how. Joe didn't know what he wanted to do. Yeah, so Misty made him kiss her. (laughs) That's right. Let's get the story straight. You must kiss me. (laughs) And Joe was lost in in life and and, and, and he he couldn't find his direction. And he came to Raymond to find He was a frog and he kissed Misty and turned into a prince. There you go. (laughs) Anyway, so so to kind of, so then you, after Raymond, you went in, you, you volunteered at Bishop Hass Church and then he offered you a job, correct? As a He did, but we, said hey listen yeah. let us volunteer so yeah. you can yeah. so so you never were actually on staff there yes yeah, um, eventually, yeah. What, what was interesting one of the reasons why we were checked to take on a position is because we just said listen let us just come volunteer for you we worked part-time uh, my wife worked full-time in the hair industry she was quali- qualified and, and and really was a blessing to us because we were a team mm-hmm. and um, so it enabled me to volunteer as much as I possibly could so does Misty do you hear 
Uh, well, I she, used to. Not anymore. <laughs> if she did, she did something wrong. I told. <laughs> I, I told the class she messed up yeah. some chemicals or yeah, something. Yeah. It, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this is this is audio. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah Joe yeah. doesn't have hair. Right. right. <laughs> Not much. Not yeah, much. Yeah, just yeah, a little yeah. bit. I'm, I'm holding on a few, yeah. but uh, but you know, uh, segueing back into that, I was just thinking. <laughs> You know, led by the Spirit, certainly, but also I think was wisdom where you knew it or not because going in like you did, it gave him opportunity to actually do what you said was observe you rather than pigeonhole you somewhere and Mm -hmm. forget about you. Right. Right. And and sort of the rest of the story of that uh, leading from God, we were learning how to lead, follow God. But um, when we were there, uh, volunteering, all that kind of stuff, it wasn't, was it? Six, six months, months later, mm-hmm. six months later, they had a church split. Yes, mm. and and it, it it just so happened that because we weren't on staff for a particular thing, uh, the areas that sort of crashed and burned, we were good at. Mm. So we were able to come up underneath right, them, yeah, and help them, and and. Actually, we were brought on staff at that time. I was brought on staff, and and then my wife ended up to be. He asked you to be the associate yeah. pastor. Yeah, mm-hmm. and uh, so I was over the business administration, the healing school. Um, gosh, there's so many things that, that that I was involved in, men's ministry, all kinds of stuff. And I, I heard we were talking about this last night over supper. I heard Bishop Hash say, I believe here in this auditorium. I don't remember where we were, mm-hmm. but he singled you out after you guys had started the church in Greensboro mm. and uh, and just wanted to recognize you as possibly the greatest associate mm. pastor, most honorable. I forget the words he used, but I've never forgot that night. Mm-hmm. You know, you, you left a good legacy, good testimony yeah. Yeah. there, you know. Well, we're, we're still, you know, close to them today. I'm on his board and, and – um, but anyway, it, it was it was definitely a learning experience for me. Uh, if you all know that uh, Bishop Pastor's spoken at camp meeting here before, and uh, his church is is predominantly black, so one of the reasons why God sent us there is because- and and also this is audio, so so you guys are not black. No, no, no. <laughs> Joe's very white. Well, you yeah. know. Oh, thanks. <laughs> um, Okay. <laughs> so, <laughs> so yeah, we we just went there say listen, wherever we can be a blessing and then that church split happens and um and we were able to shift in there and and help them sort of from operating like a church on the corner to sort of mechanize them to a place and help them build mm-hmm. infrastructure so that their church could grow. Yeah. And and just heal from that situation and you know here's here's sort of a, a, a side thing but um the very first week that bishop announced me as you know associate pastor and uh, on staff 30 families left wow so that was um so, but because of because, you yeah, why? because I, uh, of so, yeah. race yeah race <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah. No, i get it i i see your mind going yeah. over there craig that's <laughs> Be nice to me. Well, I don't know if it's because you're white or just because, just, just because, because of you. Just because, <laughs> yeah, yeah. You, you want well life Just because right. you, like you won't kiss Misty. Oh, well, you know. no. <laughs> so, um, yeah. So, so it was a racial situation. Yeah. They, yeah. they left. It, they, that had to be some, and I'm getting ahead in your story here, but it had to be some tremendous 
preparation for what God was ultimately calling you guys to do with a very multiracial church. Absolutely. We actually There's talked no about doubt. this the other day, though. Um, By the way, that's Joseph. Yeah, <laughs> this is, He's a real life boy! <laughs> <laughs> um, that it was Bishop's heart to have a multicultural church. Yes. Uh, we were talking that um, with the third-year pastors that just because leave, people leave mm-hmm. does that does not make that automatically a wrong thing. No. Uh, yeah. Those type of people had to leave mm-hmm. if Bishop wanted a multicultural church. Yeah. Um, yeah. So that now, was, let's that just summarize that. Every living thing has a movement. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. You understand? Right. Yeah. 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 <laughs> sort of gloves that last quote in yeah. uh, the other podcast. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So... <laughs> So, yeah, we did anything and everything we could. My wife eventually oversaw all the children's ministry, and, and we were being a blessing. We, as far as we were concerned, we are going to be there for the rest of our life. We, we, Absolutely. We didn't see ourselves as pastors. We didn't have the ambition no. of being pastors. We just served. Nope. And, and, you know, one of the things uh, that we encourage people to do is serve your way to your destiny. Yeah. Uh, you, you don't have to know what you are. Just start serving. And if you don't, it's really great to get uh, in a good local church. You know, if you stay out here at Oklahoma, of course, uh, Broken Arrow, um, you know, the place to go, obviously, is Rainbow Bible Training Center because that's your roots, that's, your, that's, that's the assignment we have, that's where God set us, that's, that, um, you know, that's where we need to be because the vision is the same. And, and um, so and, well, I, I don't know. I kind of tell the students, I said, yeah. you know, if you don't feel that you're called to go to a certain area, mm-hmm. then I always encourage you to, to go back home and get involved in your local church or stay here and get involved in church here. Yeah. E- either way. You know, it, mm-hmm. it's it's fine. You know, mm-hmm. you know wh- whatever you feel you need to do, mm-hmm. you know, and then as the Lord leads, then you can yeah. do whatever. But um, mm-hmm. you know, just don't do nothing. Right. Right. You know. Right. You know, because there are there are some Raymond graduates who graduated still in the Tulsa area. You know, and they're in the I call it the mall ministry. I'm just kind of joking. That, you know, <laughs> they get a job at the mall, and right. they're not involved at our church or any church mm-hmm. in town. There, there's you know, so it's but you should get involved in the church. You know, working the children's work in the mm-hmm. Youth, if you if you can sing, if you can't sing, don't try to join the praise and worship team. You well, know, that's another it, story, yeah, right, so. babe? Yes, babe. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, well, they put us on the praise team. Yes. Yeah, can you sing? He can sing. He, yeah. yeah, he can sing. Uh, I don't sing on purpose. Right. I just sing. Yeah, it'd have to be inspirational for me to sing. By right. Myself. So our heart was, um, we at, we told them, use us wherever you need us. Yep. That yeah. was our heart. We're here to serve. Um, and to fill in the gaps where you need them, it was their heart to have multi-cultural um, church, and so they needed us up on stage. Mm-hmm. We needed to be visual, mm-hmm. um, and so that's where we were. I sang a little bit lower, um, and sometimes I let lip sync a little bit. <laughs> but I, like I know how to. Vanilla. I know how to. It's right. <laughs> But I know how to praise God. That's right. I know how to praise God because I love worship. I -hmm. love praising God. So I don't mean I have to sing in a mic, Mm -hmm. but he just needed us up there on stage to give that visual. Tony, a lot of people might know who Willie Vanilli is. (laughs) (laughs) That's true. But, you know, can I make mention of something here again? We we went. Google Millie Vanilli if you want to know what that is. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, go ahead. (laughs) Um. Oh, gosh. Where was I? <laughs> so you want to make mention of something about being on stage, lip syncing or something? Being intentional with what? Just coming to okay. me. Okay. <clears throat> so, but anyway, oh, okay. Um, so we, we were assigned to Bishop Hash, a local church that could really help train us. And, and there's such an anointing in a local church. It, there's a whole lot to say about the fivefold ministry gifts mm-hmm. being 
certainly in the local church, to help develop our skill sets, our giftings, those things that God has um, called us to. And so we, we just did that year after year after year. But one thing I do want to mention for those who do get assigned back to their local churches, it's so important to come back to Rama. I don't know the times that we've come back to Rama for all the years we were with Bishop Passion. And it just seemed like when we came back, we heard the exact thing mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. we needed to hear. That was a critical decision point that we we're about to make. And so, you know, I hope I'm not just... And, and let me talk to some pastors, out yeah. there, to yeah. Rama pastor out there, because mm -hmm. we've talked to folks that are in the youth ministry or associate pastors, and they're, mm -hmm. they're like, well, you hadn't been to Rama in a long time. I said, well, yeah, mm -hmm. but because I could never come back because mm -hmm. my pastor's always yeah. coming back. You know, actually, well, it would be better for your church if at some point in time you allow your associates to come back yeah. Yeah. to at least one meeting, you know, mm -hmm. you know, maybe every other year or something like that, because mm -hmm. um, it's, it's, you know, I mean... I do know that there are some associate pastors that it's like when they get hired, they actually even throw it out there. Well, you mm -hmm. know, if I'm not able to ever come back, I'm not going to take the job. Wow. And I think that's, you know, it's big because they want to stay connected. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And then another thing I want to throw out, um, RMAI. Mm -hmm. um, there are a lot of folks and they're like, man, there's no young folks in RMAI. Yeah. And you talk to some of these pastors and say, well, well, we don't want our associates and youth or children's minister to come because we can't talk about them. You know, wow. but, but in, if in an RMAI, if, if you want to have a pastor's only session, that's okay. But you know, invite the because if the youth and children's and associate ministers aren't there, then whenever they go start their own church, if they do, start, then they're not involved because they didn't think it was a big deal to stay involved in Rama. So yeah, yeah. I think that's a great great point you make there. And so yeah, it, I'd have to be honest with you. If I was going to a church and they didn't allow us to come back. Uh, that definitely would have factored in my decision, for sure. And, and well, I, know, I know it's a big deal. Sorry. I'm, I saw Fabian. You know, Fabian, yeah. was, yeah. you know, he, he comes back, mm -hmm. and you, you guys allow yeah. him to come we, back. We, and... we paid for our staff to come, mm -hmm. uh, Rama graduates, to yeah. yeah. come back last week, and then our kids flew out to be with us this, this week. week. Yeah. And um, it's been a really – we're just so honored to be mm -hmm. asked yeah. to be a part of that, yeah. uh, to come back and just, uh, you know, pay it forward and, mm -hmm. and just share our – stories and um but uh, yeah so even though we were in a local church local pastor god sent us to rama first right and i that's no dust dishonor anybody else but no, i no. knew that we had to keep coming back no matter what anybody else did okay I interrupt you tony back. so what were you going to say <laughs> no i'm not sure i should say this but i'm going to say it anyway <laughs> uh you know in that vein and it's probably not the best advice but i was associate pastor mm -hmm. you know and um you know, one it rolled around that time of year, one year, and we're all going, you know, and kind of, you know, going to cover most of it like you're talking about. And then all of a sudden we're not, mm -hmm. you know, nobody's going. I said, well, you may not go, but I'm going. Yeah. And I went. Mm. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. yeah. And yeah. kept my job. So. <laughs> well, there you go. Yeah. And, and gosh, um, that almost leads us into a whole other part of our um, being on uh, the Higgins team, uh, being district leader for years, some probably four or five years, and being regional director of uh, the southeast region for 15-plus years, um, that uh, we're just so, so, um, you know, developing a team 
that establishes each generation yeah. so that we can carry on legacy moving mm-hmm. forward. Necessary. Yeah. yeah. And, and for you out there that don't know, um, our Raymer graduates um, that we ordain, license and ordain through RMAI, and so then wherever they might live, they're assigned yep. a region. We, um, yeah. we have 18 you, regions. You, you can talk, talk more yeah. about that. Tony was like, it's Tony's job. So. <laughs> <laughs> we have 18 regions in the United States. Yeah. And then, of course, we're, we're scattered all over the globe. But, but um, here in the United States, we've got 18 regions. And so that's 18 regional directors. And I think there's somewhere around 90 district directors that break out under those regions. So, so for example... Joe is over the southeast region, which mm-hmm. is Georgia and North and South Carolina. Correct. And you've got how many district directors? Nine. Nine district mm-hmm. directors. So wherever you are as a as a credentialed minister mm-hmm. with RMAI, there's a local presence mm-hmm. somewhere. Yeah. And so totally the, the point is to have fellowship yeah. am- among Rhema graduates, yeah. e- even even in, in your mm-hmm. area. Um, and like I said, that's why we have district directors to, to kind of break it down, mm-hmm. you know, because like I said, Joe's over three states. So, yeah, it's, you right. know, it's kind of hard to cover all three states and, right. and be there for everybody. Yeah. So it's been our joy to, to help with that. And, and um, God's helped us to have a very, you know, strong and healthy yeah. um, region. Very much so. With, with we, 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 uh, we invite different staff members from each church so that they can see. It's good to bring different staff members to a uh, you know, meeting like that because they see a bigger picture of mm-hmm. things they never probably knew. And, and a lot of our guys do that. I, yeah. You know, as I travel the nation and go mm-hmm. to the, do these meetings, speak at these meetings, a lot of our, and that's healthy, right? Mm-hmm. You know, for a mm-hmm. church and to, yeah. for them to do that. Yeah. yeah. And we've been very intentional about asking them to bring the next generation. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. That we don't just have one mm-hmm. age, but like you said, Pastor Craig, um, to have the next generation there Mm -hmm. and so we have that very visible because we bring our staff and we make Mm -hmm. sure that um we have been very intentional i'm not sure how many years we've been working on this but now when you come we have such a young generation generation Mm -hmm. there it is wonderful and it's the children's ministry the youth ministry it's every part of the ministry um, so yeah, it's not just pastors, but yeah. it's all volunteers. That's good. Yeah, there's there's something about community in mm-hmm. your own company that we've been taught at Hagen. You all, all of us, uh, uh, being in our own company because you know someone better be uh, someone with like precious faith better be holding your rope because right. you fall into some sort of danger. Yes, could, could could I mention something? Yeah, go ahead. You can uh, mention whatever, man. This is, this is my podcast. <laughs> yeah, okay, we, okay, we, okay. we we talk about any kind of subject. Well, I just mm-hmm. thought this was really important and. And um, there, there was an article I was reading in um, uh, about how much we need each other more than we can ever imagine. And in the spring of 1953, Edmund Hillary um, mm-hmm. was uh, going up to the summit of Mount Everest, and he had a, is it Nepalese? Nepalese? Nepalese. Nepalese. Nepalese, yeah. Okay, yeah. well, they're the ones Nepalese. who help you summit and you know, all the different yeah. stations you go to. And... Um, they were on their way up to Mount Everest in preparation for their historic assault on the summit. This is way, uh, way back. But he said, suddenly, Hillary lost his footing, but Norgay, the, the lead, grabbed his rope. And that, that joined them and held them uh, tight, keeping Hillary from falling into destruction. Mm-hmm. So, you know, sometimes I ask people, who's holding your rope? Yeah. Uh, you don't need to be an island. You've got to get connected to your company. Uh, like precious faith and boy my mind's going somewhere else also i'm very glad for what i was taught here at rama uh 
and the friends we have and, and people that can stand with us because yeah. I went through cancer last year. And that's just a long story. Uh, but I, I wouldn't have survived without what I know and who I know. Yeah, that's good. And people standing together in good and challenging times. Amen. So I'm yeah. sorry. I'm going here, here, yeah, here, yeah, I know. here. Uh, so, but, yeah. So now how long were you on staff with Chris, yeah. Mr. Pash? Okay. We, we uh, were on staff at least eight years because we, we, we were serving year after year and we'd travel with coming back home here and, and uh, we never had any more direction other than what's next, what's next, what's yeah. next. And, but, um, little did we know that um, you know God was developing the gifts within us because we would be assigned over here, and we're like, how do we do that? <laughs> you know? and, and God helped us; He gave us grace, but also some natural uh, skill sets there. But um, it seemed like six years into our service, could you agree with that, babe? About six years, seven years. Yeah, because some people always, always want to know how, how do you how know how, how do you know that you're called to go to start your own church? I mean, yeah. you because know, some people there are some people who serve someone mm-hmm. for the rest of their life. Sure, you know, or or maybe if it's someone older, maybe they take over that that church eventually or something right. like that. And then obviously in your situation, you, mm-hmm. you that you went on and started your own church, and right. so a lot of people want to know how do how, you know how does that work? I mean, mm-hmm. you know, we're just serving them mind their own business. We aren't trying to get in yeah. prayer to get any more direction because we had plenty of direction is serve Bishop Patch. Yeah. Always. And, and of course what they're doing, the vision. So somewhere along the line of probably six years in, we'd come out to a meeting all of a sudden, you know, you, you almost begin to see yourself doing things. Yep, exactly. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and as a matter of fact, one of the things that really gave my initial direction going back to uh, St. Uh, going back to serve Bishop Patch was I was sitting in a service here. We attended, of course, the, the church here. And, and Tony Cook um, was ministering one night. And it just came up in my heart where I saw myself doing that. I could see myself serving in that capacity for Bishop Hash. And, and so, you know, because obviously uh, Tony is so close to pastor. And, and so that's sort of the initial direction. So the years with Bishop, you know, we went through everything you can imagine uh, with people, with ministry, with challenges, with changes, all that stuff. So we got so much, so much valuable experience. You know, growth without change is impossible, but boy, their growth without pain is impossible too. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, we came into a culture that. Uh, <laughs> thanks for the encouragement, uh, Pastor Craig. He said, "Yeah, uh, you must have been really good to run off thirty families as soon as you were hired." <laughs> <laughs> But uh, so there were some challenging moments. We never questioned. We never questioned where we were. We were never supposed to be there. And, uh, you know, we, we led the staff. And there's, you know, we, we, we did things like uh, Bishop would assign us to do a particular uh, event. And sometimes we'd get with the staff and, and uh, plan and, you know, and put together, um, you know, a month later he, he wanted to hear the plan. So we'd go over there and, and we would, um, this didn't happen all the time. But we presented the plan and said, you know, we're not going to do that now. <laughs> uh, so you definitely are an incubator of submission to authority. And, and I, yeah. you know, you could take an attitude, you can get offended, or you could submit, and you could just serve. You know, it's funny how people say, yeah, I'm just a servant leader until someone starts to treat you like a servant. Yeah. Uh, it might change things. But, um, and he didn't treat us like that. That was really not good timing. Um, but that's just the things we had to learn. And so it was about six years 
yeah, and then ahead. God placed on a heart to begin to um, pray mm -hmm. about your ministry. And we were like, mm -hmm. no, <laughs> absolutely <laughs> not. Um, because not only did we see one church split there, we saw two. Mm -hmm. Wow. And it was done wrong. And um, we kept pushing that off and pushing it mm -hmm. off, and um, till we, we said, "Okay, God," <laughs> and we began to pray about mm -hmm. our ministry. And we didn't even know what that looked like, um, so we just began to pray. Um, every time he would come home from work, we would begin to begin to pray until um, he just had to go and meet with Bishop and submit it to Bishop mm -hmm. and say. Um, Bishop, God has placed this on our heart, and we've been praying for our ministry, but I want to submit this to you, and if you don't see this on our life, just give me my next assignment, and, you know, yeah. we're, we're good here. I just um, this I just need to talk to you about this. And that wasn't control or dictatorship. No, or, not at all. No. I believe when you serve your leader well, they'll know. Mm -hmm. they, they should know yeah. mm -hmm. uh, the giftings and the fruit mm -hmm. that you have in your life. Yeah. So, and that was a very difficult time. So we don't yeah. want to come off like, we're going yeah. to start a church. We're like, no. Um, but, you know, uh, there comes a point in time when you, when you are getting direction that all of a sudden God will say, um, yeah, you need to do this now. You need to submit this now. Uh, and because and I didn't want to get on the edge of disobeying God you know, yeah. and, and getting at that whole thing. But um, you want your leader's approval. Yes. Too. But, but I think it's also important to, to leave the right way. Yeah. Absolutely. I mean, mm -hmm. especially if you want people to leave the right way mm -hmm. whenever, they, whenever you're the pastor. Yeah, I right? totally agree. Yeah. The seeds you sow, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. So we didn't, we didn't go AWOL. We were sent. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And so, but when I submitted that to him, I said, he said, you know, Joe, for a long time, I knew I was supposed to raise you and, and Mr. Epps send you uh, to start a church. And I just cried on his shoulder, man. I was just so emotional about it because I didn't want to miss it. Didn't I wanted my leader's approval? Uh, and so, you know, that's we we had directions. We were praying yeah. that uh, we were going to be sent to our own uh, to our city yeah. that uh, we actually lived in before we went to Rama. So he and, actually told us where to start looking in Greensboro, mm -hmm. what road to start looking on, because mm -hmm. we wanted to make sure it was um, a proper distance. So he mm -hmm. gave us that distance. Yeah. Um, he told us the road, and we, mm -hmm. we went and started looking. We yeah. took them to the um, facility. Um, and so, yeah. 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 Does anybody remember what a road map is, an actual paper one? <laughs> <laughs> Rand McNally. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so we laid it out there. and hey, 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 My mom always kept a map but my mom's directionally challenged and so <laughs> yeah. behind her you know the driver's seat near the yeah. car pocket there yeah. there was always a Rand mcnally map um there because she's cool. directly challenged so and probably there might be still one i'm just kidding <laughs> <laughs> you know, we, we do have we do have yeah um yeah. well we have uh, an apple phone well so. your dad your dad still loves them and <clears throat> and uh, sometimes i help him planning crusades and uh he wants a paper map well, i showed him how to use google you don't like it? We still we got it plotted on a paper map. Oh my goodness. Yeah, I mean, well, some, sometimes people are, are very visual and yeah. things like that. And so, he likes that paper map. And, and, and for you guys that don't know, there is there's actually real books that actually have maps in right. there. You know, so it's yeah. yeah but yeah. we laid out a map and we made sure they were comfortable where yeah. we mm -hmm. went. Yeah. And as a matter of fact, because we knew few people in Greensboro, um, even some ministers just from way back before we went into the city. Uh, we met with those pastors, and actually the um, the the local what do you say the television station that did mm -hmm. all kinds of Christian broadcasts. We knew them, 
And so we met with them just to make sure we had, uh, you know, let them know what was happening. Uh, we, we, will never, uh, we will never infringe on your church. We just want to let you know that we, we are coming here um, to start a church and would like to have your blessing. And, and um, you know, that meant a lot to us. The way you set your foundation has a lot to do with uh, what happens in the future. That's good. And for you pastors out there, you have to realize that, you know, you don't own the whole city. Right. And, mm-hmm. and most people, you know, there's only a certain, I'm not sure what distance it is, but yeah. most people don't travel too far to come mm-hmm. to church. Now, I do know there are exceptions where people drive an hour to go to a church because they don't have a church in their area mm-hmm. or whatever. But for the most part, you know, people are going to go within like 10 miles of where they live. I mean, they're, yeah, they're, yeah. especially in the day and age that we live in, you know, like, well, I'm going to have to travel too far. I'm just going to watch it online. And when it comes to the church folk, it's like your dog, you don't have to keep them on a leash. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, there are a lot of folks that get mad because yeah. somebody else comes to to their city or, mm-hmm. or whatever. Now, situation, obviously, you're in like the Tri-City area. Mm-hmm. So, so Mr. Paps, is, he's, he's in Winston-Salem and right. you guys are in Greensboro, which mm-hmm. I don't know how far away that is. but um, Yeah, we're probably about 40 40-ish, yeah, 45 so, 40, 45. so most people aren't going to drive 45 no. minutes, oh, no. um, you know, for the most part anyway. So, Yeah, yeah so that's we started in a storefront. And, um, Excuse started me. A, you started in a store back because oh, I yeah, went yeah. there. We started in the, <laughs> the basement yeah. of yeah. a storefront. Yeah. It's like yeah. the strip in the front, and you right. go around back. It's cut into the hill, mm-hmm. and you had to be looking for that place oh, to find it. Right. But I'm going to tell you something. I went there in 2003, I think. Mm-hmm. I think it was three. Yeah. And I'm telling you, you may have to hunt to find that place and mm-hmm. get past the sushi smell in the dumpster. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But the, everything inside was done with excellence. Yeah. They yeah. blew me away. Well, mm-hmm. thank you. Yeah. Well, that's always been our heart. Did best we can in the season that you are in. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. and so, yeah, we're in between, literally, we're in the uh, shopping center with a pawn shop here. Uh, staircase that goes down to the basement where we were, <laughs> and, and then on the other side was McDonald's, and then Dollar General, Dollar General, mm-hmm. yeah, Dollar General, then China McDonald's, buffet. Dollar then Central. China Buffet that in specialized pack. in sushi. Yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> so their dumpster was on the back part of our parking lot. If you got a downwind, welcome to Harvest Church. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and uh, that was where people had to go around, yeah. go down the gravel, mm-hmm. the back side yeah. to actually get like the, you're talking about the upper level. You had to go the lower level to get in our so, church exactly so you and guys they, weren't yeah. you guys in the lower room up there. they were, yeah. back there. Yeah. They were right. like you know, it was a miracle people found us yeah. <laughs> you know you've heard the head and the tail they yeah. were the tail, we were the tail. <laughs> but you know pastor hagan taught us different yeah. <laughs> we broke every church rule possible but you know what we we're just yeah. doing yeah. everything we could do to you know be honorable and and uh do the right thing and sow the right seed and and that's just you know, Christ-like, it's not anything that anybody else should do. And if you're going to start a church, the location's pretty good. You know, location, location, location. <laughs> yeah. Well, the thing about it is we, we just have people up there. Um, just We've always been a really strong outreach church, yeah. and we've always been a, uh, a you know, church that also emphasized not just necessarily go witnesses, but be a witness and, and it be a part of your lifestyle. And so uh, we were able to invite folks, and we were, we were not in a good area. Mm-mm. So there were, uh, again, I'm not sure if I get myself in trouble anymore. All, every lifestyle you can imagine. <laughs> uh, we, we, there were some um, transgender people that... Uh, um, prostitutes. And prostitutes, yeah. Mm-hmm. We won them to the Lord. They, mm-hmm. and, it, and it, there was um, a male dressed up like a lady, and right there got born again, stripped off the nails, pulled off the wig and it just I mean I'm talking we were down in our city so that was interesting another time uh, we're there (laughs) 
we sometimes somehow gang member to sort of slip into service. Mm-hmm. And uh, so this one time, this particular gang person, uh, we were serving communion. And, and that person said, what is going on? They, they're serving refreshments? <laughs> and so, so the bread's being passed by, and he got like a handful. He started, going, <laughs> started eating them. I was like, yes, I love unchurched people. Yes. And the way they, you know. They Absolutely. Them. But we love being there. Oh, yeah. yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. Sure did. And then y'all, when y'all moved, you, went, you, you done went through what, two or three building programs? Expanding? Oh, since yes. then. Yeah. yeah. Beautiful uh, place. Thank you. Um, and now you've, and you've, even the second, the third time, you, you changed the color of it. It's white yeah, now, right? Yeah. Yes. We're always reinventing ourselves, yeah. trying to stay fresh. Yeah. And, and it's very a beautiful thing. Um, babe, I took up so much time. I'm sorry. You want to mention no. something? You good? <laughs> good? Craig, are we okay? Hey, we're we're Talk, fine. Tell us about <laughs> doing this as a family because yes. let's hear from Hannah and, and well, Joseph. Could I hear? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Let me just finish my, sp- and I'll go, I'll let yeah. them have it. Yeah, actually, yeah, we, we might just finish the, the, start, the third podcast. Oh, talk about oh the, my God. The third, yeah. All right. So yeah. let me just say this. Yeah, God has led us. There's been challenges. God has always met our needs. We, we, um, we uh, actually, the supernatural story of how we were um, led to purchase this particular uh, building that was being built at the time. And and it was at, you know, the location was at, at be, I don't want to say better, but it was at, in the zone we were supposed to be in. Mm-hmm. And, um, and again, we couldn't be guaranteed that all of our people would come over there. Uh, and somehow, somehow we bought about a $2 million building uh, with, with, the, with the crew we had. But the good thing about it is I had, our finances were in order. We had proven ourselves. There's just certain things. But um, anyway, we purchased that and we've developed that, but gosh, two, three, four building expansions and the good thing about it is no matter it you know if you're called to pastor to pioneer no matter when it's convenient or even during covid we eliminated all of our debt we're debt free uh and and i'm so thankful that um god has taken us through a process and last year even though it's been uh tough and again i'm not meaning this to to point us out or anything but uh, was our best year ever and we're just just so, doing so the I, will of God. How long? How long has the church been in existence now? Yeah, um, twenty-five Five years. years. Twenty-five years. Yeah, that we saw. So, so, church website for f- folks to listen and want to check you guys out. Yeah, harvest-triad.com. Harvest-triad.com. You on, are you on social media as well? Yes. Yes. Yeah. yes. Yeah. We have social media and so YouTube, YouTube, Instagram, Facebook, mm-hmm. Harvest Triad. Yeah, I'm pretty sure under yeah. the name Harvest yeah. Triad. It, and because because we're our audio podcast, sometimes people want to see what you look like. Yeah, you, know, yeah. you know, maybe listen to one of your sermons mm-hmm. or you know, or, mm-hmm. or whatever. Yeah. Uh, let, let me, you know, like I said, we'll probably just bring. We'll talk about church family probably next. We'll we'll because it's already thirty four minutes into this podcast. But but you made a you made a mention about something the very first last week uh, about being fifty and kind of going through a. Yeah. So can, can you talk about that a little bit before? Um, sure, I, I don't mind being transparent because um, no, I think that's important to be transparent because sure. so many so many mm-hmm. pastors are not, mm-hmm. and you know, right. no matter whether you're a pastor or what you are, mm-hmm. we, we all have the same devil, we have the same mm-hmm. God, right? And we all go through stuff, and yeah. a lot of times, I think us as ministers, we don't talk enough about stuff we go through, mm-hmm. and because of that, when our church members are going through stuff, they're like, well, I must be odd because the pastor never goes through stuff like mm-hmm. that. Yeah. Um, which my case, it's not the case. I mean, we, I talk about everything. Yeah. Um, yeah, me too. I mean, because I, I think it's important. <laughs> yeah. It's important because 
the people who are in your church or the people, I mean, even though you're the pastor, they want to stand with you and they want to pray right. with you and they want to believe with you. You know, I'm, we've had, I've had all kinds of situations, including my, my son going to prison. I mean, that yeah. was a, you know, tough time, but you know, that one, you, you really can't, when it's in the news, you really have to be transparent. Yeah, but, true. but even through, I've had some kidney issues. I was, you know, and mm-hmm. every time I, you know, I've had some health issues, I, I'm always pretty open about mm-hmm. what the doctor says, you know, because who's what we're going to believe, you know, when, you mm-hmm. know, I need, I want him to pray with me. Mm-hmm. Um, and don't, I don't have an issue. So, so talk mm-hmm. about that. You, you were, yeah. Um, I, I, I sort of mentioned that I'm an all in guy. So all in, uh, very, um, our family's similar to this. We, we, we're go-getters and, um, we go after things we just, uh, challenges, uh, I, I came to a point where I didn't know how to turn it off, and and um, I would I would say I was a workaholic, and that's not good because there's absolutely no margin, and and something's getting ready to to you know run down. I and Misty, you could speak to this, but uh, you'd said in the third third year class, and you've said it before that I didn't neglect my my wife, mm-hmm. my kids, uh, all the different you know events that they had. Um, we supported them and. You know, like you all do. I mean, if people have to go to a ball game on a Sunday, that's where I want them to be. Just, yeah. just show your kids the consistency of, you know, at the home and and at church. And uh, but for so many years, I just, you know, there's, um, you know, there's a lot in the old school that, um, you know, we didn't know what CTE was in football. Uh, if you saw. You know, seven fingers on one hand, uh, suck it up and get back in the game. You know, <laughs> what he's talking about is, you know, yeah. In, in our day and age, concussions didn't right. exist. Or no, I mean, no. I mean, you go to the sidelines, they gave you some smelling salt, exactly, pat you on the rear end, and tell you to get back in the game. Um, so there, was, yeah, there was very much an old school tone about the way. I was raised, we were raised. I'm sure it was all necessary. <laughs> well, it's kind of like where I come from on the farm. The old saying is, don't worry about the mule, just load the wagon. Yeah. <laughs> We're the mule. Right. Oh, so, yeah, yeah. 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 So we loved the ministry. We loved life. Um, but I was just doing too much for too long and didn't have enough margin for my health sake, spirit, soul, and body. Yeah, you got to create it. Yeah, I was talking to Tony Cook one side and said, hey, hey, Joe, do you know you're not a robot? And I said, I'm not. <laughs> but uh, when I actually, when I was 50, um, I noticed some symptoms coming that I'd never had before. And, um, and my body was telling me some things, but I didn't, I didn't know what I was dealing with. And, um, you know, one thing for sure is I pushed myself too far, too long. Uh, and that's where I do have a passion to talk to people about margin. And, and, you know, sometimes our schedule, uh, are a whole lot worse than they need to be. And um, so, a very long story short is, man, I hit the wall, uh, and and I shifted chemicals in my body. wasn't the devil, wasn't anybody, wasn't you know my wife wouldn't put more on me or my kids or anything like this. Uh, uh, I just, um, you know, uh, you kids want to tell tell them sometimes how how extreme I was. Well, so let me ask you: <clears throat> Were you not really good at um, delegating? 
because um, a lot of times when people aren't real good at delegating, they don't want to do it all. Um. I, I was good in leadership development sometime, but again, if it wasn't that, I, I, if I did delegate, I'd move on to something else. I mean, I, I can relate. So I guess yeah. I don't, I, um, think it might have been like twenty eight, and um, I'm pretty driven. I mean, you know, yeah. I had 50, 50 employees at twenty one. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. I, I ran camp meeting downtown. At, in fact, that Tulsa World did a big article. You know, I was over to camp meeting at twenty one. So I mean, I had a lot, a lot of. Um, a lot of you know things I had to do at a young age. You know, you just did it. But I think it's like 27, 28, and all of a sudden, I mean, I'm just really I'm I'm driven, and that was good. But um, I don't know. I was one day I'm thinking I'm gonna have a heart attack before I'm 30. Mm-hmm. I mean, just because I was so so driven, so mm-hmm. and and a lot of times too, I, I was doing things probably more in my own strength than not. You know, not mm-hmm. not you know just and I I had to actually just change the way. Yeah. Um, you know, and sometimes let things go sometimes, yeah. you know, I mean, I don't mean let it go forever, but just, mm-hmm. you know, okay, it'll be okay. I mean, you know, because I, you know, we're, I mean, you know, even when other people had jobs, I just want to make sure it was done right. Right. And, you know, and probably on their back, you know, more. Now mm-hmm. I'm probably a little bit too lax. <laughs> you know, I'm like, whatever. I mean, well, actually, I developed what I call it, I don't care mentality. Mm-hmm. Um, because if God's caring, I, I, I don't. And so, I mean, I, I know there's been times people, even um, some of our employees come and tell me something. They think I'm just going to really chill. I'm like, yeah. you know what? I don't care. We'll we'll, we'll get through it. So yeah. you know, it's it, it's all it's all all good. So, mm. but um, but so so I kind of understand what you're talking mm-hmm. to. You know, it, it didn't take me to 50 to get to that point. Um, <laughs> Thanks. But um, I don't know, Kit. You know, you guys growing up in the home, you probably noticed it more mm-hmm. than anybody else. But mm-hmm. I mean, I guess he's. But Joe's saying he was always there for you guys, so it wasn't like, because that's one thing a lot of times in the family life, especially ministers aren't really there for their kids. Mm-hmm. In fact, the biggest thing I hear from from PKs is saying that my my parents um, were more concerned about the church than they were us, and um, mm-hmm. and that's sad. Um, and in fact, there are some kids that aren't even in the ministry today yeah. because right. of that. So well, I do want to mention that when I was fifty, I really I really had a crash. In other words, I. Sh- because of my lifestyle uh, and being on so much, not knowing how to shut it off, yeah. I hit the wall. And I, and I literally had to go and um, physiologically or whatever check out my chemical balances because I, I, I threw it out of kilter. And I want to tell you something. You don't want to ever find yourself in that place. Take heed to the warnings <laughs> of what your body's trying to tell you. Listen to your wife if she's saying, you know, you're pushing it too far, going too fast. You know, RPMs are in the red too long, um, and it took me quite a while to to um, uh, come out of that season because I had to change my life. Otherwise, it happened over and over again. Yeah, I mean, you know, and also rest is very important. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, obviously, I'm I'm where I'm at right now because of lack of rest. You know, sometimes, mm-hmm. and there's sometimes you have to do some things, yeah. you have meetings, you have sure. things like that. But I, I think it's you know, even one of my my weight loss journey. One of the things the doctor said is, is you know, you need eight hours of rest, you know, mm-hmm. a night. I mean, that's your your body metabolizes mm-hmm. stuff and things like that. And a lot of times, when you're like driven, mm-hmm. you don't really. I mean, your your mind's racing, even when you're trying to rest. Right. Mm-hmm. And you you know you're you're always, you know, you just can't turn it off. Yeah. And um, you know, it, it's good to be driven, but it's mm-hmm. also can be a downfall as well no doubt mm-hmm. and and 
so my kids saw it, my wife saw it, and we went on a journey to get me healthy. And, and it's also good, like I said, to be able to recognize stuff like that. So, mm-hmm. you know. So big time, I, I'm very much into leadership development, big time. And, and so it's, it's been a blessing to help me create margin um, and uh, sort of know uh, when my limits are, what my limits are. And, but I, we're very productive people, and I think we're, we're doing more right now than we've ever have just because mm-hmm. we changed certain ways I do things. Well, the truth of the matter is God could have created us with a 24-7 body and eyes that see in the dark, but he didn't. That's correct. Rest is part of his plan. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. And I think a big part of that is learning when to turn it off because he was always on. Mm-hmm. Um, he's He loves raising up leaders. He mm-hmm. loves delegating. But it was just not being on all the time, mm-hmm. not being at a line at Disney and looking at your phone at another leadership, um, but being present mm-hmm. and having the fun. Mm-hmm. I don't know if he felt guilty for having fun, for guilty of not always thinking ministry all the time, or guilty of not always having the word before him all the time, mm-hmm. or a constant mode of always being on. But I think he's learned more now as when he feels that. Um, to learn how to turn that off and enjoy fun. It's yeah. okay to have well, fun. My, my dad was a workaholic, alcoholic. Uh, yeah. Old yeah. school that I came up under, they were always on. Yeah. And, and, and so right. it, it was, you know. Yeah, us, us too. Yeah. And whether you I know for me, uh, um, sometimes it's hard to admit, but you derive a certain amount of self-worth from that. Yeah. True. And and so it yep. kind of becomes an idol, mm-hmm. and uh, then it's then you're like the hamster on the wheel that you can't get off. That's a great point mm-hmm. because I know that um, my dad really didn't know how to be a father because his dad died at ten of alcoholism. My dad almost died, uh, just a string away, or he would lost his life on alcoholism. But it wasn't a situation where my dad was affirming me. So I think par- probably part of my problem was trying to please my leader, trying to please my leader, and I always go the extra mile and serve second mm-hmm. to none but that's you know not yeah. always healthy actually Mister, you, you actually i was thinking about it. i was at disney one time and had to deal with some kind of situation <laughs> <laughs> but you know i've actually got better too when, yeah. when i'm when i'm not yeah. at work got better mm-hmm. even though we the bad thing about being connected you know having text messages and things you know mm-hmm. but but been better mm-hmm. but you know sometimes i feel bad um mm-hmm. not answering stuff yeah. or whatever but i'm like man i'm just right. trying to have a have a time off. Right. Um, sometimes you just have to, but it, but sure. I do remember. I, I I can when you said that, students, it hit me. I was over by. I was in Tomorrowland, yeah. and um, there was something I can't. I don't even remember what it was. And, yeah. and you know, we're trying to have fun as a family, and, and I'm yeah. dealing with the situation, and mm-hmm. you know, we're texting back and forth. So I, I wasn't making a phone call. Finally, I think I had to excuse myself and pick up the phone and call somebody. Yeah. Just something we had yeah. to deal with, and, mm-hmm. and that's the thing. Sometimes you just have to do it. Sure. Mm-hmm. Um, I know something that's kind of. I'm not going to say it's bad. Um, it, before I get get into this, maybe the next podcast talking about family and the ministry. But because all our family is in the ministry, mm-hmm. family time a lot of times when we're out eating turns into mm-hmm. a business discussion. Yes. Yep. Yeah, right. It's the same way yes. when, even eating with Tony and Kim. Yep. Sometimes we'll mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. you know we'll, we'll go eat together and we can't not talk business. Mm-hmm. I mean, just when oh. you when you're all when you're all in the same. Yeah. thing together. Yeah, said, Let's talk night. about something else. Right. <laughs> we, yeah. did that, we did that last night, remember? Yeah. yeah. And, and so, you know, and, and I think, you know, I, and people don't realize, some of you that are not ministers, that, you know, we're ministers 24-7. Mm-hmm. You know, people have needs, you know, whether church members, whether 
sometimes staff is actually worse than our church members so <laughs> dealing with staff issues and yeah. staff problems but mm-hmm. but yeah there there is some time that we need to have some, some rest mm-hmm. and you know even Jesus took some time away yeah. um you know so it's 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 good to take some time and I'm probably mm-hmm. the worst at, at actually taking time um, I think my parents have gotten better yeah. oh yeah um, definitely at taking time especially my dad my, my mom's still <laughs> She's still pretty um, pretty driven. <laughs> pretty driven, you yeah. Know, yeah. So, and that's just and that's her personality. And, right. And I know I know my mom got it from her dad. Mm. Um, and her dad's a perfectionist, yeah. and and um, in some ways, I think my mom's still trying to please her father mm-hmm. um, as a perfectionist. Um, and so, I'm I'm my my, more like my grandfather. We we just let it go, and yeah. it's okay. Wow. So. But anyway, um, I do want to mention about Raymond Bible Training yeah. College, rbtc.org, if you're listening out there and you're, you're thinking, man, I don't know what I'm doing here in the world. I mean, you know, the world's a, a very different place than it used to be, and a lot of people are, are like Joe was in the very first podcast. They're, they're like, man, I, I'm, I'm just lost. And so maybe you're lost, or maybe you, you know that God has called you to the ministry. Raymond Bible Training College is a great place to come. Mm-hmm. I encourage you to go to RBTC. Dot org. Um, give us your name. Give us your email. Give us a phone number. We'll immediately send you a digital packet. There's also much information you can find out there online. In fact, one of my Raymond graduate friends was checking out our online thing because man, Raymond's doing a lot of things, and you know um, they were checking out. They were talking to somebody about coming to the college, and so rbtc.org. Um, we'll have one of our student ambassadors give you a call, talk to you more about Raymond, try to set up a time for you to come for Raymond College Weekend, or just come visit anytime. Anyway, we're going to bring you back next week, and we're going to talk about family and the ministry. So um, you know, here at Raymond, we're bringing hope, hope help, help, and healing, healing to the world. world. God bless you guys. You have a wonderful day.